Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Welcome to the Inspired Evolution. I'm your humble host, Amrit Sandhu, and you're tuning in to a conscious conversation designed to help you grow. Our mission here is simple. It's for you to live your purpose, live your best life, live the life you love. This podcast is sponsored by Enthusiasm for Life, by great creation itself. To keep the good vibes flowing for myself and yourself, do us a solid, subscribe to the Inspired Evolution podcast on YouTube the home of the Inspired Evolution podcast. Now sit back, relax, open your mind, open your heart to this conversation and stay inspired. Keep evolving. Welcome to the Inspired Evolution. This is an episode for your mind. We have with us Luke Mind Power. How are we, sir? Good, man. How are you doing? Yeah, Thanks for having really me on. Good. Oh, bro, such a pleasure to have you on. For those tuning in to Luke for the first time, obviously the Luke Mind Power podcast, worth checking out. He's here to help you how to learn to love yourself. Now, that can be quite, uh, how do I say this? A bit of a soft and gooey sort of feeling-ish sort of thing. And when I 
tune into what you're up to in the world, bro. Um, we get blokey bloke vibes. <laughs> you're definitely not the first person that I would be like, oh, yeah, Luke's talking to me about self-love. So I wanted to tune in and sort of see how did this become so important to you and your walk in life? Like where did this self-love stuff drop in, man? Because it is, it runs the risk of being fluffy and you don't come across as fluffy to me. Mm. Yeah, good question. But before we before we go into that, can I just ask you a question? Because I've I've come from a, a really programmed and conditioned mind to judge people. And I just mm-hmm. want to know exactly what you mean when or how you express yourself when you start the podcast and you do that that um, introduction. What is that? Because when I first saw it, I was like, who's this inspired uh, inspired person? Let me <laughs> have a look. And every every podcast you do it, and I'm like, well. The one thing that we do as 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 humans is we judge people. Mm. We don't even we always judge what we don't understand. Mm-hmm. So immediately there's an automatic judgment of like, what the fuck is he doing? <laughs> right? So what is that? So uh, can I have wait. you ever have you ever answered that question, Tim? Can I ask like the, can I ask your question? The question? <laughs> is, did you <laughs> Is this episode just about you finding out about the you? Yeah, man. I just, I just want, that's all I'm here for. I just, want to talk, I just want to know what that is. I'm done. Once I know what that is, man, I'm ready. Okay, got it. Then I'll take my time answering because we've got a long episode to tune into. Yeah, no. So thanks for asking. It's actually really interesting because. Um, one of your videos that went viral, we were talking about this at the beginning. Um, I, I saw that I didn't even, I, that I only discovered that, oh, I already know, um, Luke, because I remember seeing the caption to the video about you mm. basically doing what's in your heart. I'm paraphrasing and butchering it to the nth degree. So pardon me for that. Um, but it's you basically just sitting there and taking out and doing the Melbourne shuffle. Um, the you was actually burst out of uh, way back when now. Um, we used to go along to music festivals and have an amazing time with my mates, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, uh Unfortunate to say, actually, that really those mates aren't my mates anymore. But nonetheless, we used to go along and have this awesome time. And one of the, like sometimes the music and like it was mostly house, progressive house, trance music. The the beat would rise and we'd get so into it. At a certain point, just before it dropped, it's like, <laughs> and I'd just get totally into it. At that point, because it was so loud, and my mates were like literally in a crowd, but I would just try and like be as loud as obnoxious as possible. They would turn around to me and be like, look, mate, stop. Like, you can do anything around here, but you can't do that, yeah? Um, and it's really interesting that you bring that up because we talk about self-love and that was actually me dropping into, hey, I'm a do me, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I'm a love that expression of me. Mm. No matter what you have to think about it, no matter what, you know, your mm. story is around it, um, that's me being me. And so it became interesting when I started a podcast because... Yeah, it just, it was intuitive. It was just like, this is where we're going to start. This is what we're going to do with it. And um, yeah, I found it really interesting because even through the journey of the last five years of being on a podcast, I've uh, found myself interviewing some, well, I guess this judgments on my behalf, but older people, uh, to put it politely. And I can see that it definitely ruffled their sensibilities to have someone interviewing them. (laughs) starting the podcast with something like that but nonetheless it's my truth and i sort of rock up and i just you away and that's the start of these yeah because I, I saw i looked at marissa p and i was like <laughs> <laughs> I thought, Shit, what is she thinking she's like who is this bloke 
Um, but no, nah, man, that's that's the whole the whole purpose of of being yourself and being able to express yourself and do whatever you want. And you know, that's there's freedom and, and liberation in that. And that's the, the the more that you can step into that authentic power, that's uh, you know, you give inspiration to 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 other people who are out there who are holding in their authenticity, you know. Mm. Um, and I think that's the best gift that you can give humanity is to be yourself because you then inspire others to go well if he can do that why can't i be more authentic or real and show mm. up in you know holding on to the things that i'm normally used to doing but i don't want to do them because people will laugh at me or my family's going to think i'm crazy or whatever mm. and it's like man call me crazy but if you if i can be crazy then i can be me then there's nothing else better to be it's interesting that isn't it because um yeah i one of I was going to tap into this because one of the one of the um, quotes on your Instagram that really struck a really deep chord with me was um, the people who invest in you least will have the most to say about you. Trust mm. the process, keep your circle tight. And I reflect upon my own personal development journey that really when I got really conscious about who was in my circle and you know what was guiding me, um, that really was a, a I want to. Uh, like there's been many points of transformation, but that was a real tipping point where I started really understanding that who was in my tribe was really what my vibe was reflecting about me. Um, yeah, does that did that does that echo some point of your own transformation when it comes to self love? Like what? Yeah, I'm still conscious of you know you've asked me about the you, but what does self love mean to you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's 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 do that. <laughs> Go deeper into 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 that truth. But you know, again. It's great that I asked you because you you said that, you know, something that I resonate with and you said that a lot of my friends who used to be my friends are not my friends anymore, mm. you know, and I've had a similar, a similar, similar journey where I was surrounded by, uh, you know, a specific culture, lifestyle, friends, um, parties and and living the life like what I thought was life anyway, but mm. very coming from a really insecure place, coming from a place of not really understanding and appreciating my own emotions, mm. feelings, very unconscious, very egoistic. But but because of my lack of self-esteem and confidence in myself, uh, naturally what happens is you just kind of are easily influenced by people around you. Do you think that part of the journey is is a necessary part of the journey, though, bro? Because like, there's that like we, we what I'm hearing you say is we herd in, yeah. Like we we go along with the herd, um, and until we have that very, and at the risk of sounding like I've got it all figured out, until we start to develop some level of self awareness where we really start to identify who we are as an individual, the best we've got is the kind of herd mentality, right? And that comes back to that. Our, our tribe is our vibe sort of question. It's like, you know, before we even, if we can't become self-aware, at least look at ourselves through the community around us. Do you think that is part of the process, like for most of us? Yeah, man. I mean, I just think about it now and I'm like, there was no self-awareness. Mm. I just, you know, I, I 24, unemployed, looking for a job, living in Glebe in the inner city with, with a mate. And my sister found me a traineeship with the government department for $24,000 a year. Mm. 
and it was either that or go to the go to the army or the air force i was trying i was i didn't know what to do i and you know i think that's the the hardest part is trying to figure it out mm. it's like you, you you don't know like it seems like a lot of people or you know teenagers get to you know year 10 11 or 12 and there's some of them just uh maybe inspired by their parents for example mm-hmm um, to go in a di- specific direction, to go to university or to do a trade. And for me, it wasn't like that. It was just like, I didn't like school. Uh, I wasn't good at it. I mean, I was all, my marks were shit. I was the one getting in trouble all the time. Mm. Um, coupled with uh, year 10, I wasn't allowed to go to year 11 and 12 because the school that I was going to, you had to get a specific ranking. Mm. So rejection, mm. right? So where do I go? Go and do... Uh, uh, at a program called Becker program, which was to um, to learn how to be a carpenter, right? mm-hmm. uh, do carpentry. Um, and I did that for a year. And then I didn't know what to do after that because I didn't want to do building. Mm. I didn't want to build cabinets and shit. So mm. my sister said, hey, why don't you go back to finish your HSC? Okay. So I went back to TAFE. Two years in TAFE, but, you know, again, 50% with my, you know, I think they just put 50% just to say that, you know, you passed. Mm. But again, it's like you're trying to find yourself, but you don't know who you are. And it's kind of like some of us go in a specific direction and then the others are kind of left to kind of figure it out. And I feel like maybe that's just how my life was supposed to evolve. I was left to be influenced by everybody else, kind mm. of lose myself in what everybody else is doing, compare myself uh, for many years. And then get to a point where you're just like, there's got to be something more. Mm. This can't be it, mm-hmm. you know? So it's not easy, but that's where self-love comes in because it's more than just, you know, me, especially from a masculine point of view, because I know that, you know, it's a very, it's a, it's, it can be seen as a more of a feminine thing, you know, love mm. yourself, you know, but when, when it comes from, from a masculine point of view, it's kind of like, you know, that's, that's stupid. Don't, you know, what are you talking about? You know? And I used to be like that. Mm. right i used to self-love self as if but man it saved me and Mm. i mean what is it it's it's having your own freaking back Mm. it's taking responsibility for your life it's being authentic it's being real it's learning about your your yourself about who it is that you really are it's detaching and disconnecting yourself from the world so that you can figure yourself out because we're bombarded with information left, right, and center. So we completely lose ourselves because we haven't spent enough time alone. Mm. Yeah, I love that, having your own back. And there's a couple of things about that. And thank you so much for sharing your own journey because, yeah, I feel in some ways, and this is going to sound interesting, but in some ways we couldn't have had more different sort of upbringings, I think, in some ways. Like I was good Indian boy, <laughs> very high grades, and like studious. And yet, <clears throat> you know, graduated school top, like university top, and yet still the same pain points emerged though, which I think is the real interesting nexus in this conversation is there was still that, even those, well, let's just say intelligent, there was still this social IQ, this social desire to want to connect, want to link in and not know kind of with all of that to still not know who I am and still felt like, you know, trying to fit in, you know, and trying to do X, Y, and Z and everything to the nth degree to try and find myself 
in my social circles and community. Um, and then, yeah, you know, the people who invest least in you will have the most to say, but trust the process and keep your circle tight. I found once I started to really get aware of like, oh, like it's actually, I am just a mirror, like you described and who I have reflecting back to me actually changes my me to the nth degree. It was a really, really powerful realization. And as you're describing, you know, I love the way it was just, it's you having your own back because that can look like so many different things in so many different ways. And I think that therein lies one of the challenges I found with self-love as well is it's not, you know, the first thing that conjures to your mind, for my mind, was like candles and baths and, you know, fluffy slippers <laughs> and a robe. And it was just like, you know, when recently it's been like a massive intention that I've been working on and I'll, I'll share openly why, because I recently became a father um and that's been a thanks for hosting about 12 months absolutely right um touch wood and i noticed in my in my downtime like that i would when i was tired and sleep deprived i would speak to my family the same way i would speak to myself internally and with even with having had a meditation practice of longer than i can remember now more than five seven longer years um it's been this um I found myself when I was tired, I was agitated. When I was agitated, I was short and curt. But that's how I was talking to myself. And then I would talk to my family like, yep, no, don't worry about it. All good. And I found that there was the fluff in my language was was gone, but I didn't even recognize that. My wife reflected it back to me. She was like, can you see? And I was like, actually, yeah, I can. And then I realized right then and there that that was the role modeling that I was doing for my son right? Those were the patterns that he was observing. And it became really profound because that was one of the first real grounded moments that I had was like the impetus to change, even just my dialogue with myself. Like I've always been conscious of the languaging, like NLP conversations, like the terms I use reflect, you know, kind of where my mindset's at. But realizing that how I say what I say to me is so important because when I'm left to my baseline sort of you know, vices, let's call it that. Um, that impacts how I communicate to my family because I take them for granted. You know, and the interesting piece would be that I would be saying something to them like, yeah, no, don't worry about it, all good, right? Like Kurt, and not even that rude, but just short, you know, not putting in too much energy. Effort. And someone would walk through my door that's a complete stranger, I'd be so polite, be like, hello, welcome to our house, so nice to see you, how are you going? Thank you so much for the mail, see you next week, thanks, bye. You know, and there was a time to give all the embellishments into a complete stranger. But to the ones that you love the most, you take for granted. And I found I was being so curt to them that I realized if I just, it wasn't even like them that I was being curt to. I realized I was being curt to myself. And taking the time to cultivate self-kindness, communicating to myself with a little bit more extra love, a little bit of extra compassion, like sort of going, instead of when I, you know, mess something up going, oh, you know, instead of going, <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Like you sort of screwed that up. That's all right. We all do that, you know, and just smile about it a little bit and move on. I realized that immediately when I started to think about how I was talking to myself, afford myself some more kindness, that started to transpire towards those that I was most intimate with as well, touch wood, and it really transformed how I was coming. And all of that to say, I clearly remember this conversation with a dear friend of mine when this first started precipitating, I was like, I'm starting to realize 
And I'd love to get your thoughts on society and the way that it's framed us with regards to this self-love context, because especially as a bloke, background in construction, I remember speaking to a mate of mine and going, how weird is it that I can't say to you without like all this self-judgment that I love myself and that actually in society there's this term that like, oh, he loves himself. <laughs> it's like actually this, oh, he loves himself. <laughs> you know, it's like the connotations that that carries. What are your reflections on society and what that's built around us in regards to that? Yeah, well, I mean, I remember when I was younger and I, I, I have this story and, I'm, and I even think about whether or not it's real, <laughs> but it sounds good. And I, I, I say that, you know, I remember seeing this girl walking across the street and she was looking at herself in the mirror and I joked and I laughed at her and I said, look at her, she loves herself. And I think about that now and I'm like, so what? Yeah. I mean, you have to live with you for the rest of your life. Mm. Why wouldn't you want to love yourself? Mm. Why wouldn't you want to have your own back? Why wouldn't you want to be your own best friend? Why wouldn't you want to, you know, be proud of who you are mm -hmm. and how you show up to the world? Why wouldn't you want to be authentic and real mm. instead of wearing a mask and trying to freaking be like everybody else or trying to hide your feelings and emotions to make other people happy? So there's there's the realization of understanding that how you treat yourself how much you love yourself how much you respect yourself that's basically how you show up and how you teach and show people how to treat you mm. how to respect you by the way that you respect yourself by the way that you show up to yourself if you have low standards and you don't have self-respect well then guess what people are going to walk all over you mm. And that's one of the biggest problems with relationships, with people in relationships. They don't have fucking self-respect. They don't love themselves enough, so they, they cop shit. They don't trust themselves. They don't tune into their intuition. They don't, don't feel those vibes. If something feels off, that's because it is. But they're not paying attention because they don't have that deeper, stronger, rooted connection with themselves. Mm. And they're easily influenced. Then they think that they're crazy when someone's telling them something that they don't think is true, but they tell them enough and they go, okay, you must be right. I'm wrong. Bullshit. Yeah. Right? So we're missing this stronger connection with ourselves. That's why I'm so passionate about it because it's something I never had, mm. you know? And for me, it was my own self-sabotaging behavior. It was drug addiction. It was taking anabolic steroids because I had this, physical appearance that I didn't like or mm. didn't love, you know? So I was so self-conscious from a young age and it only took my mum to say, you know, when I said, mum, can I, can I play soccer? I want to play for the local soccer team. And she said, no, you're too skinny, Luke. And when you go on the field, you'll, they'll, the other kids will break your bones. And it just took something so small like that when I was 13 or however old, just to reiterate or, you know, amplify my awareness that I'm different. Mm. That there's something wrong with me. And the thing is, I already, I think I already knew it because I was, I was freaking really lanky, really skinny. Mm. So I felt different. I wore baggier clothes to try to fit in so that people couldn't see how skinny I was. Mm. Right. And I really struggled with that growing up as a teenager 
um, are still into my late teen, late teens, and 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 all of my twenties. Fucking so self conscious of how I looked, the clothes that I was wearing. Did my, did it, did I look like I had a bit of a bit of an ass there? No, you know, no. And I'm just so conscious of it. Like mm-hmm. if it didn't look good, nah, no, those jeans are not for me. Got to get another pair. Got to get a pair that kind of makes me look a bit more rounded at the back. Mm-hmm. You know, so that like freaking just held me back so much because of my physical appearance. And not to mention, you know, people calling me names like lanky, skinny, you know, eat some more food so you can put on some weight. Um, you know, having that low self-esteem then also meant that I never stood up for myself. I never uh, spoke my truth. I, I allowed people to bully me and push me around mm-hmm. when I was younger. So all of these experiences and then women to top it off, rejections, you know, not attracting what I felt I deserved and wanted to attract in my life. And when mm-hmm. I did, it still didn't work. It was like I was so insecure of myself that I, you know, I know that there's another term for this, but, you know, kind of like over love someone mm. over, like give yourself love. Yeah, overcompensate. <laughs> give them that much of you that you, you, you completely, basically, you're not even you anymore because mm. you're doing whatever it takes to make that person happy. So you lose yourself in trying to please them. Mm. And that just clearly, I look at that now from a, from an outside point of view, and I'm just like, wow, it's you're showing how insecure you are, hmm. because I mean, there's nothing wrong with chasing a little bit, but you got to learn that you know it's give and take. Like you got to you got to when you give, there's something that's got to come back. If nothing comes back, and you just keep giving and giving and giving, well, it's pretty clear that there's something off there. But again, I didn't have that awareness, so I went through a lot of different um, relationships where I got rejected as well. Um, and, you know, what does that do to your self-esteem? Does that Further make you feel it. like you're enough? Yeah. It makes Further you feel like, it. yeah, man, it makes you feel like this. And, and you know, I would have these thoughts of like, you're never going to meet the right person. Mm. You're never going to, it's never going to happen for you, man. You know, you're not good enough. You know, and I, and I remember one night when I was snorting cocaine in my apartment in Sydney, in the inner city and, and yeah, I had a suicidal thought, but I thought about my family and I was like, there's no way I'll do that. But it was there. It was like, what would it be like if I just killed myself? So, you know, there's a lot that you, that I've had to go through to get to this point of like realizing that I, I'm going to, I've got to do something different, you know? And, and it wasn't until, yeah, come back from my grandmother's funeral uh, and I was like, all right, I'm going to, so I'm 33. I'm going to move to Poland. Why Poland? My job. Well, that's my family's from. And it was just, I had a, my dad got me a passport and um, I've got a Polish passport. So I was like, well, why don't you just go somewhere else? Do something different. Mm. You know, I mean, the one, the one thing that I always say now is like, no matter where you go, you still take yourself with you. So if you're emotionally hurt or traumatized, uh, you're still taking your pain with you. <laughs> you still got to do the work. You're going to mm. get to that new destination and then you're going to be happy for a week because you're in a new location, but then you're still going to be sitting with your own pain and your own thoughts. Mm. So, but yeah, that's, that's a, that's kind of my take on that. But um, I know I kind of digress there, no. um, but 
but yeah, that's, you know, this is where it, where it comes from. And it's like, you can choose to be a victim, have that mentality. You can choose. And this is what this beautiful gift is. You can choose. You can decide that today, from today onwards, I'm going to start doing things differently in my life. I'm going to take a new path. I'm going to change. I'm going to invest in myself. And it's like the best thing that I ever did was, was do a Mind Valley course. <laughs> and it was a road that got me there. You know, it was, I, I was supposed to, I, I had this goal and the vision that I was going to open a gym in Poland. Mm. And come, come August 2018, um, I was on YouTube researching how to open a business, how to run a gym. And then I started seeing these Mind Valley ads. And um, I bought one program with Christy Marie Sheldon, mm. Unblock Your Abundance Blocks. And I was like, wow, this is interesting. And it's mm. crazy because like you think about it now because you know you're quite well aware of you know personal development and all that stuff. And I think about it back then. I'm like, I didn't know shit about that. <laughs> what, it meant, <laughs> what it was about, you know? And so, yeah. you know, because we've been in this space so much, you you kind of sometimes forget about someone new who's just heard your podcast. or All the stuff you take for granted. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm thinking about it now, like with my clients, I'm like, shit, some of these people have just met me and um, I'm forgetting what it was like when I first started. You know, I had no idea. And then I saw another ad for Speak and Inspire, which was with Lisa Nichols. Mm, that's and a good it was one. a masterclass. She does really Vision. well in that. Yeah, there was a masterclass with Vision. And I was like, I want to watch this because I came to a realization, a point where I was like, well, Luke, if you want to open a gym, you're going to be the owner, manager, and you're going to be the person who is in charge. Well, if you want to do like group coaching or whatever, you're going to have to stand up in front of people. Like mm. that's a leadership position and you're the one that doesn't like doing that. You don't like speaking in front of people. So that got me to the point where I was like, well, how do you get better at speaking? How do you grow confidence in that? And funny enough, the universe presented me with the masterclass for speaking inspire. And after already investing in a few of these programs, I was like, man, if this is more than 500 bucks, I'm, I'm screwed because I've got no money left. Mm. And it was like 300 or $400 us. And I was just like, sold, man. I was like, this is it. I'm doing it. Mm. And I was like, I'm doing three programs at the same time. I paid five grand for a fitness instructor coaching um, program as well, because I was just on a mission, man. I was like, come on. <laughs> I found something new, you know? Mm -hmm. And this is the exciting part about like personal development, self-discovery is you, you start leaning into things that feel aligned with what you want to do. You're calling. And, and then I got overwhelmed because I'd invested into too much. And so one week into doing Speaking Inspire, I was like, give me a refund, Christy Marie Sheldon from Mind Valley. Not interested in that. And I tried to get a refund the other one, but I couldn't get a refund because there's no refunds. Because I knew after one week of doing that Speaking Inspire, that was mine. That was me. Yeah. And I felt it. And I was like, this is what I want to focus on. And it took a month of being in that community of surrounding myself with these people who I'd never met before. And basically I learned the, the law of reciprocity, the, 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 the understanding of, you know, when you give, you open the door to receive because that's what mm. you do in the community is giving and receiving. You're giving, supporting people, people support you back. Mm. And, and, you know, it kind of opened my, um, you know, 
uh, awareness to to you know even my communication skills of like typing and supporting people and realizing wow look how much I can share and how much I can give to others when I type and I'm supporting people <clears throat> so that expanded my awareness of that but it was just having people believe in me when I didn't believe in myself you know so it's pretty incredible that something like that can change my life so much and four years later I created my own program which is called speak and transform and it's very similar to to, to the mind valley one but it's with Luke mind power, <laughs> you know? Um, so yeah, man, that's, that's, and then the rest is history, man. Now it's just, it's just like, uh, keep investing in yourself, keep, keep growing, keep learning, keep, uh, becoming a better version of yourself and help others do the same. Yeah. There's a, there's a real potent piece in there that you shared as well about, um, yeah. Others believing in you when you can't believe in yourself that like for those listening in that's probably just a sentence or a phrase but for someone that's been there <laughs> it's everything it's absolutely everything right um it's actually what inspired me to become yeah as you know i did a lot of mind valley coaching on behalf of mind valley um but yeah it's been such a potent piece that piece which is all i try to afford my coaches really at the end of the day is i know how transformative just that someone that goes i can see you you're already there and meanwhile, you're trying to play it small and be like, no, 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 no. <laughs> and the other person's like, nah, dude, it's already happened. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah, the universe yeah. is just waiting for you to catch up, yeah. bro. Everyone, mm -hmm. like, we can all see it. <laughs> it's just you. And you're in your own little head playing these stories and you're like, mm, oh, maybe if they all see it, I might just, maybe I'll give it a crack. <laughs> they can't all be wrong. <laughs> it's uh, Hey, um, the, the videos, like in, in my program, I share with people. Like mm -hmm. this is the, the crazy thing. When people start doing the work, I share with them the vi the first video I did from Speak and Inspire in 2018 mm -hmm. so that they can see who I was mm -hmm. and how vulnerable I was and how insecure I was and how scared I was, mm -hmm. you know? And I think that's something that obviously is just so powerful because you look at me now and you think, wow, you know, when he speaks, I can feel his energy. I can feel his power, this and that, whatever. And it's like, yeah, but I wasn't always like that. It was like this hidden beast, mm. <laughs> you know, that, that needed to be nurtured for 33 years. Mm. And then, you know, and it's, it's kind of like, you know, when uh, this thing happens, when someone passes, it's like, why? Like, why Why do we need to wait for someone to pass in our family for us to wake up, for mm. us to realize that shit, you know, life is short. Maybe I should follow my dreams. Maybe I should do what's right for me. And going back to like what you said about leaving your friends, it's like, I love all my friends, but I just, they're not in alignment with my vision and mission. So I can't surround myself with them. I don't hate them. They're amazing people. But where I'm going and where I see myself in five years' time, it requires all of me. Like mm. I get pissed off with this, right? Because because for, for from like, let's say 13, I was friends with these guys. 13, all the way to 33, we party, we took drugs, we freaking had the best fun. 
traveling as well. That's a freaking, that's 20 years, right? So excuse me, if I want to spend the next 20 years with myself, creating my own freaking life, my own success, my own impact on the world and doing something that I'm passionate about, that I love and leaving a mark mm. instead of hiding and thinking that I don't have greatness in me, you know? So it's, 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 it's interesting because it's like, yeah, man, like you spent all this time. I freaking gave my life to the parties, mm. to the, to the boys, mm. to hanging out with them all, all every freaking weekend. Mm. So let me do my thing, man. <laughs> let me be with myself. Mm. You know, I, I enjoy that now. Like there is something beautiful about enjoying your own company. And there's so many people out there that are living unaware of their codependency, mm. which is causing them to feel afraid, feel fear of being alone. With themselves, I can't be with myself. So I'd rather stay in a toxic relationship where I'm not appreciated, but at least I'm not alone. Mm. So that's why self-love is important because you get to actually enjoy yourself. I think it's really healthy, especially even in a relationship as well. Embrace your individuality. Embrace solitude, right? You are complete all on your own. Mm. Live your life and, and enjoy the relationship, but know that I'm not complete because of somebody else. I, I don't need something external to make me whole, mm. to complete me. I know they say that, you know, you complete me. It's like, so you're only half. You're not a full person. But I get it. The understanding of being in a healthy relationship is about inspiring each other, complimenting each other's lives, lifting each other up and enjoying the journey, you know, of growth. It's beautiful. It's empowering. Mm. Mm. At this, I did want to ask how we start unpacking the journey of self-love, but at this particular juncture in the conversation, the... How far, I guess this is the easy question, the easiest way to ask this question is how far is the distance between self-love and narcissism? I don't even, um, I, I know where you're coming from, but I've never put them close together at all. Mm. Simply because the, you know, I, I feel that from what I know, from what I've learned, um, that that narcissism is just someone that's very disassociated. Mm. They're very hurt because when I come, I always come back to this: treat someone the way that you would like to be treated. Mm. And when you have so much self-love, when you've taken the time to heal your trauma and your past, and to be very self-aware and to fill your cup to be full, overflowing, to have so much self-love and appreciation for yourself, 
you don't have any pain to inflict on anyone because all you have is love. Mm. All you want to see is people winning, mm -hmm. supporting people, encouraging people. That's why I always say you can't give what you don't have. You're always showing clearly what you have within yourself by how you express yourself, by how you act. So if someone is very manipulative, controlling, dominating, doesn't have empathy or compassion, but pretends they do have it, they're sick. But really, they're just hurt. They just mm. hurt children. Hurt children that have experienced a lot of trauma, pain. And most, most likely, they've been through that in their childhood. They've experienced that because it's always learned behavior. How did you learn to do that shit? Where did it come from? How did you learn to treat someone like that? It came from somewhere mm. to your own benefit, to, to feel uh, powerful, fuel your ego, right? That you've got it over this person because you know that when you say specific stuff to confuse them or whatever, it works. Mm. And because they're sensitive or, you know, I, I hear this a lot. People say, I'm an empath. And they, they prey on empaths where I'm sensitive. I'm fucking sensitive. Mm. For real, man, I'm sensitive. Mm. But you know what? I've changed my level of confidence in myself. Mm. I realize that if I keep letting people walk all over me, I won't get anywhere in life. If I don't start speaking my truth, and building this muscle of communication, even when my voice shakes, mm. then I'll drown. Mm -hmm. I'll keep living in fear. I'll keep being in my own way. I'll keep listening to all the negative thoughts in my mind telling me that I'm this and I'm that and I'm this and I can't do this. It's all a lot of shit. So people say that, that and I say that you, you can say that, right? But let me tell you that you got to get out of your own way. You, it's, it's like attaching yourself to a label and saying, well, this is what I have. And it's a freaking diagnosis and I'm stuck with it. And it's like, man, you got to fight back. You got to fight back to life and say, no, I'm going to stand up for myself. I'm going to do something that I'm afraid of so that I can grow. And let me tell you, like, I, I believe that like communication skills, not only to be a speaker or to be in front of people, um, but to develop the muscle of communication so that you can be yourself and express yourself, it will change your life. Not only mm. if it's to speak in front of people, but in relationships, it's the biggest problem, friendships, relationships, anything, because most people don't speak exactly what they want to say. They keep it in because they don't have that confidence under the the the, uh, the repetition, you know, exercising it, speak your truth, confront these, these people that you don't confront, but you know you want to, but you don't because you're scared because you say you're sensitive. I'm like, yeah, I'm sensitive, but I ain't taking shit no more, man. And you can choose. I'm gonna. I'm gonna keep going this way, or you can go. You know what? There's something's got to change. Mm. I find, um, yeah, it's really, I guess, potent hearing you share 
communication as a fundamental tool for boundaries and establishing boundaries. Man, it's the best thing you could ever do in your life. It's what I do now with with girls. Mm. If I feel like something's out of alignment, if I feel like, you know what, uh, nah, I'm too busy or whatever, I, commun- I actually write it now. Before I used to say nothing because I don't want to hurt their feelings. It's like, screw their feelings. My feelings are more important. My peace is more important. Mm. Protecting my, my proximity, my space is more important. Mm. You know, if I have someone messaging me all the time, asking me questions and I know they're interested in me and I'm like, I'm too busy for this shit, man. I can't do it. Message and be clear and say, hey, this is what I'm doing at the moment. Really appreciate you. I'll catch you when I catch you. But I don't Mm. have time for you right now. But I never used to do that because I was always afraid. Afraid of what they'd be thinking of you. Yeah, don't want to say the wrong thing. Don't want to hurt their feelings. Mm. So we're always putting other people ahead of ourselves. Mm. This is this is self-love, man. I love me more than I love you. I'm the priority. And some people can say that's selfish, man. Being selfish, I'm some people say, Oh, you're so full of yourself. I'm so thank you. That's a compliment. Because I take care of me. Mm-hmm. Right? So I save me. Now I can save everybody else who's interested in working on themselves and living their dreams. But if I don't take care of me first, I can't help no one. Mm. Yeah, I find that profound. Again, tying it back to my own experience recently of becoming the dad and having this resilience because of the lack of sleep and all that stuff and finding just the way that I was communicating when I was left to my own sort of baseline and recognising that my communications occur, you know, they're, they're sharp, they're pointed and they're pointing at me, <laughs> you know. Um, and I'm communicating my loved ones the same way. It uh, it really brought home the um, the emphasis to yeah, wanting to transform and change. So in there, there's you've shared quite a bit in your story today um, in terms of self expression as well um, as a critical fundamental point of transformation. But then also your friends and your tribe and you know what the Speak and Inspire tribe helped you transform. What do you feel like was um, and maybe there's not just one particular moment. I know from my own transformational journey, there's never really just one. But what do you, I guess, for the for the listener tuning in, the journey of self-love, where do we start? Is it about self-expression? Is it about loving yourself enough to have the right people around you? What are some of the, what's some of the recipe to success for self-love um, from Luke Mind Power? There's so much, man. Yeah, <laughs> good stuff. I mean, the 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 first thing that I started to do really was to listen to motivational videos on YouTube, Les Brown. Mm. Mm. And uh, I'm definitely manifesting that I'm going to be on stage with him before mm-hmm. because I know he's getting older. And Bob Proctor passed this year, and yeah, um, that was you know heartbreaking. Um, yeah. So, but I mean in terms of like the core of self-love, obviously learning personal development and, and getting inspired and, and, you know, listening to others that you feel you resonate with. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one thing I always say, like, for example, if you resonate with me, that means, cause you, that means you have what I have in you. Right. Um, and so with self-love, it definitely was the mirror work in speak and inspire that um that brought me back home and you know lisa would always 
say that as well at her conferences and her events and stuff. She would say, welcome home. Tell us and about the mirror work, what it, what it actually entails. Yeah. So, so during the speak and inspire program, there's, I think it's day five or six where, um, you know, she says, what, what would it be like if you were to, you know, um, you know, speak to yourself with no judgment, um, and just be able to look at yourself and, and talk to yourself. And so there was these three statements, uh, which, which I had to speak into the mirror. So look at myself in the mirror and it was something that I had to do daily. And the first one was, uh, you know, saying seven things that I'm proud of. So I'd say, Luke, I'm proud of you for doing this program. Mm. Uh, Luke, I'm proud of you for believing in yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, then then there'd be seven statements of you know forgiveness and i say luke i forgive you for abusing your body with drugs and alcohol uh, luke i forgive you for having an abortion um and then there's the last one which was the commitment so i say luke um luke i'm committed to completing this program luke i'm committed to doing this mirror work every single day for the next 30 days uh, luke i'm committed to being the best version of myself Luke, I'm committed to going to the gym every single day. So the 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 moment that I did that exercise was the moment that I realized that I was afraid of myself. Mm. Tell us how that, and that came to that be. pissed me off. Yeah, how did that <laughs> me off so much? Because we are we're we're so <laughs> unconscious. We're like freaking auto ro- robots, freaking you brushing your teeth, you're looking at yourself in the mirror, not even consciously thinking, you know, like. Would you ever have a conversation with yourself? Mm. Would you ever stop and like be proud of who you are and like, and it's just not something that we do. Uh, and again, there's just so much noise, you know, yeah. family, friends, TV, movies, freaking magazines, social media, everything. You know, it's no wonder why people feel lost and they don't know who they are because their mind is so programmed with everything outside which is not who they truly are, but I get it. Your environment shapes you. So you need to make the decision. How do I want to be programmed? Right. Boom. Cause that's, yeah, sorry. So yeah, just finishing off with, with the mirror work, uh, that moment for me was like pivotal. It was crazy. It was like realizing that I was not comfortable with looking at myself, you know, 33 years old not comfortable with looking at myself in the mirror at my own self. Like this is who I'm living in this body. I'm living with myself and I'm not comfortable with who I am like into my own eyes. So that was the driver of like, well, that's a joke. That's ridiculous. (laughs) You know, it pissed me off. Yeah. (laughs) And I was just like, this is not right. So so for for basically, <laughs> you know, because people that's what I'm saying. Like people are afraid to be with themselves. And mm-hmm. so just before that program, you know, I was seeing somebody and it was I was finding it difficult to leave because I mean the the you know it was available. Mm-hmm. And then I realized that it was unhealthy for me because it was she wasn't inspiring me. Mm-hmm. She just kind of brought me down one time when I was with her, and I was like, you know what? No more. And mm-hmm. it was that point where I said, no more girlfriends. Mm-hmm which was something that I'd never done because, you know, I'm always out here searching, searching. When am I going to meet this? When am I going to get a girlfriend? When am I going to be with someone? When am I going to get married? 
you know? And so that was another point of saying, well, that's it. No more girlfriends, man. Let's just focus on yourself. Yeah. So the mirror work completely changed my life because what it did is it made me um, come back home to myself and it helped me to appreciate myself and to not be afraid of me anymore. And then I kept doing it. I kept doing it. I kept doing it. I kept practicing. I still do it today. I just, I just like it. And it's, and it's what it's done is it's helped me now to just like converse with myself. I talk mm. to myself all the time, <laughs> right? Because People say it's the first sign of insanity. I say it's what keeps me sane. <laughs> but, but the thing is like you can, when, if you stay in your head, you're dead. Most of the time we, we're in our heads all the time, mm. right? And, and, there's some power to be aware of in your spoken word. Mm. Right. And sometimes it's great to just check in with yourself and tell yourself that you're really proud of yourself and answer a question that you've been thinking about because you'll surprise yourself and realize that you've got the answer. So it's just having that good connection with yourself, just like you would with your best friend, just like you would with your parents or your siblings or your friends at work or whatever, you know? Yeah. If you're walking around the shopping center and you're talking to yourself, people will think that you're crazy or you're weird or whatever. But I mean, we've got earphones and shit like that already. <laughs> so how do you know you're not on the phone? Yeah. There's um, one of the things I find myself saying in my coaching um, every now and then, and I'm conscious that I don't overshare this piece too much because sometimes it slips into the invitation mm. for us to feel like we're victims. But mm -hmm. did you ever stand a chance, you know, um, and in what you were sharing just then, some of it is, you know, you talked about media, social media, you know, I remember just billboards and, you know, there was these moments where I started to really realise even as I was walking down just a Coles or Woolworths or Safeway, if you trending from the states down the supermarket aisle right um and you just see like just a beauty aisle just toothbrush toothpaste and all these airbrushed photos of just people just pouring into you yeah um and that's how you should look this is how you should be even our conceptions of this is how you should be as a man in a relationship you know give or take or whatever you know um and then yeah like not having an awareness of exactly what it is that you want from deep down, like you said, from this intuitive sense and center of what it is that you really want. Um, I often end up asking my clients, it's like, you know, yes, you may not have that awareness, but just before you run away and start judging yourself <laughs> again for not having that awareness, just temper it for a sec. Like, did you ever stand a chance? You know, like, do you believe that, or what are your thoughts potentially on, and I sort of have my own baggage and judgments around this. So I can't help but bring it to this question, I guess, around sort of the capitalistic model that's driven by us somewhat feeling inadequate um, and it thrives on our inadequacies to then consume as healthy consumers. Your thoughts on that? Again, that's why self-love is so important. Mm. It's having the awareness that when you learn to love yourself, you'll never want to be anyone else. Mm. and you're able to accept yourself as you are and everything else will fall into place because your job is not to compare your life to anybody else. Yeah, there's the whole, you know, 
beauty and attractiveness of models and all this kind of stuff. But again, you have to program. You're the one that's in control of your mind. You're the one that teaches your mind. You're the teacher. So you have to be so aware of what it is that I'm telling myself that I want to believe. Mm. And if you don't do that, then you will be programmed in a specific way. And majority of it will be exactly how they want you to think. Mm -hmm. And you will fall into the system. And if you feel lost right now, you know, I hope that this is something that makes you think, hey, maybe I need to lean into learning to really love myself and discover my my truth. Because it's no coincidence that, you know, I don't know if it's in the Bible, but it, the truth will set you free. <laughs> it truly will. Mm. <laughs> you know, it, it's it's what you hold inside that you're so afraid of or the shame from the past or whatever it is that you haven't spoken about. And that's the other thing I always say is you know, everything that you reveal, you heal. And if you're not speaking it, you're storing it and that shit gets heavy. Hmm. And it's the same thing for me in my own healing journey. And one of the reasons why I've grown so much is because of my transparency, vulnerability and my own podcast. Because every week for the last three years, I've been speaking. Hmm. And then obviously all of my other social platforms and, and you know, expressing myself and, you know, communicating, um, it's it's healing because I'm no longer suppressing my freaking emotions or my mm -hmm. feelings anymore. I'm not hiding myself. Being quiet and, and dimming my light for other people's satisfaction, playing small. It's like, man, you didn't come here for that. I believe everyone has a gift. And it's truly when you take that time to disconnect yourself from everything that doesn't complement your life, doesn't empower you or inspire you or uplift you to be to feel like you can do something better than what you're doing right now, is where you'll find your greatness. But you got to take that chance, you know. Like Lisa says, man, if you at the risk of not falling, you'll never fly. Mm. And this is the opportunity that you have with your life. It doesn't matter how old you are. I've got mm -hmm. clients that are in their late 60s and they're freaking learning to love themselves. And it's a, coming off prescription medication because they freaking, because they're happy. Like the body thrives off you feeling good. Mm -hmm. No, it's not freaking rocket science. Like people are sick because they're not happy. Mm -hmm because they're completely disconnected from the self. They don't trust themselves. They don't believe in themselves. They don't love themselves. So they're completely in a disassociated state. Over time, stress, 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 stress. The body says, F you, man, I need some drugs to cope. Mm. Or I'm sick. You know, this is like crazy shit, man. Like, yeah. it's, it's amazing what you can do when you start doing what's right for you and start paying attention to what's in your environment and what is draining you. Yeah. I remember clearly one of the deep realizations from, and I know that everybody's depression is different, um, mm. but struggling with depression for six years for me, the, one of the big takeaways was the realization that depression is like suppression, the opposite of, expression you know mm -hmm. and allowing it 
and letting it go, letting yeah. it flow. Um, yeah. Luke, man, <laughs> for those that want to tune in more, obviously there's um, a lot um, of supporting material on your Instagram page. I know you've got a YouTube channel as well. The podcast exists. What's the best way for people to touch base with Luke Mindpower? Yeah, it's at Luke Mindpower on all social platforms. You can check out my website. It's lukemindpower.com slash home. Um, and yeah, you'll find me everywhere. It's just Luke Mindpower um, on Facebook as well. Um, yeah. Brother, I really appreciate you coming on today and sharing yourself so openly, so vulnerably. Um, and yeah, just <laughs> I know it's not just today's conversation that we get to revel in it's yeah 33 plus years <laughs> worth of work that got you to all this stuff that you put into it so really appreciate you showing up um each step of the journey to inform this conversation with us here today so thank you man really appreciate that on behalf of myself the inspired evolution audience and tribe here wishing you all the best um on your journey forwards and as always much love to the audience and tribe tuning in i received that man thanks a lot Thank you so much for tuning in to this amazing episode of the Inspired Evolution. Without you, the Inspired Evolution tribe, this podcast would not be what it is today. Thank you so much for your love and your support. Thank you so much for being so inspired to evolve. It's truly inspiring. If you haven't already done so, please subscribe to the Inspired Evolution on YouTube, the home of the Inspired Evolution's video podcast. We release inspiring conversations such as this every week, along with guided meditations and empowering insights all designed to help you grow and evolve. Honestly, your subscription on YouTube to the channel helps us out a great deal. And one of the other benefits, if you're having any insights or shifts from these episodes that you want to chat about, or if you'd like to leave myself or the guest a message, please do so in the comments on YouTube. I truly look forward to hearing from you. And as always, Tribe, remember to stay inspired and keep evolving. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. 
Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.